Welcome to 108 Mindfully Made, the podcast, a safe space where we'll discuss spiritual topics, tips and tricks for living a more mindful, present and purposeful life. So go ahead, grab your blanket, a cup of tea and your meditation cushion because it's about to get real. 108 Mindfully Made, the podcast starts now. Hi, everyone. It's been a while since I've been on, and I wanted to just pop on real quick, make a really quick sort of podcast to just kind of give you guys an update of what's been going on and just say hi. I do feel like oftentimes um, it's really hard for me to share in a way that I feel like I'm truly sharing on social media. So I like doing this because I do feel like it's a little bit easier for me to speak clearly candidly all those things in an authentic way so one of the reasons why I like recording these podcasts but I just wanted to talk a little bit about retrograde this has been a wild one um I used to think that I wasn't someone who gave a lot of stock to a mercury retrograde period but um that's really starting to change especially with this one uh, so first I'll get into like kind of wanted to talk about what a retrograde is and how it can be helpful So I don't know, you know, I'm not an astrologer, I'm not an astronomer, any of those things, but I will say I think I understand the concept of Mercury retrograde enough to kind of explain it in a way that would make sense because I do get this question a lot as far as like, well, what what is a Mercury retrograde? So the way that I explain it is if you were to be outside looking at a telescope, through a telescope every night at Mercury right now in this period of retrograde, what you would see is it would appear that Mercury would be moving backwards versus forwards and it's not that mercury is actually moving backwards it's just that the way that mercury orbits the sun versus the way that earth orbits the sun in terms of perhaps the the length of time it takes mercury to orbit the sun um is at a different rate so there's certain periods where mercury will, will appear as though it's moving backwards and the way that i kind of akin this is that so if you're driving on the freeway and there's two cars and you're driving the same speed as the car next to you you guys would appear to be you know staying still together and moving forward now let's say all of a sudden the car next to you slows down you're going both going 50 miles an hour and then all of a sudden the car next to you slows down to 45 miles an hour that car is going to start to appear as though it's moving backwards it's really not it's still moving forwards but it just appears to be moving backwards well what's going to happen to that other car um so in the wake of it moving backwards it creates this turbulence between the two vehicles uh so if you say you're on a dirt road a lot of dirt would be kicked up and you would actually see the dust if you will um more so than if you were driving at the same speed so that's essentially what a mercury retrograde period is, is that that's what exactly what's happening um And with that being said, there's thought that there's energetic sort of turbulence that happens within the cosmos during these periods of time that affects things that are unseen. So specifically frequency waves. um, A lot of times people say that that's why things like computers and technology tend to malfunction during these periods. Uh, It's a really good idea because Mercury is the planet of communication that you really use your words in a way that is um, mindful uh, because communication can be a little bit more difficult during these times. Perhaps maybe things are miscommunicated. Always read and reread things before you send them out. If you're signing anything, just really, it's just really a time to just kind of be more mindful. Uh, Really kind of up the ante of your mindfulness game in terms of taking a look at everything 
Um, so I personally kind of like these periods because I do feel like that there are a period for reflection in that way because what happens is when things don't work out the way you expected them to or perhaps maybe you missed something or something was miscommunicated that can be a trigger um, in many ways so as these things arise that make you feel uncomfortable it forces you to look at them and they may not always be the best and the easiest to sit with however it does give you pause and it does give you a reason to reflect and perhaps maybe it sheds light in some areas that you thought we're going well, but maybe you could still use a little work. So that's why people kind of don't really like the retrograde period because it does it does sort of evoke those sorts of things to happen that will cause us to be triggered and cause us to perhaps have to go back into the the, the inward journey a little bit deeper and do some more work. And so I've always kind of enjoyed those types of periods. Um, I'm not a masochist, but I would say that, you know, I do, I, I like, I like to be able to shine the light in places that um, perhaps maybe it needs it as uncomfortable as it may be. But this one has been particularly challenging. Um, and I just take that as a sign of growth. That's how I'm just going to have to look at it. I say that, I write it down, I journal it, but I'm trying to like believe it in the core of my being that like this is all for my growth. Um, but it also allows you the space to, when you do look at these things, it allows you to release them. And that can be really powerful because when we release things, we make space. And when we make space, more things can come in. And what's happened for me, because I've had such an intense sort of period, I've had this influx of intense creative energy. This abundance of creativity had just come in and it's overwhelming to the point where it's almost like I feel like I can't get it all out of me so hence one of the reasons why I'm even recording this podcast but I will tell you that I, I'll tell you guys a funny story so the podcast I'm actually was going to release today um so this is just a testament to how I was working in this mercury retrograde period I literally sat down with my guest um Tess Meissner from infinite infinite truth healing to record this podcast and we were going to talk all about her work as a hypnotherapist shamanic practitioner um and just the amazing levels at which she works on the subconscious and it's just amazing she's such a light for me she's been a huge part of my own spiritual journey and my own healing journey and so she came over we sat down we were talking we had the this most amazing conversation for literally probably two hours and the whole time it appeared on my screen that the podcast was recording all the audio was there i could see the waveforms i could see the time like there was no doubt in my mind that it was recording and she saw it too and we both were like okay cool we're going we're, we're good we're good we're good and then i kid you not we finished the we finished the podcast it's two hours we're feeling good we're like oh this was such a great conversation this was amazing and then I go to save it and I look and it says one minute and eight seconds, which I think is even funnier because, you know, 108 um, had been saved. And I literally was like, wait, what? All the audio completely gone, completely gone, erased. Goodbye. And apparently earlier it had given me an error message that I had clicked on. Um, acknowledged and then I went back and started recording again to see if the error message came back up which it didn't so it's still recorded or at least it appeared to be recording yeah it was not so I did some research and of course when I googled it the error message I received it said this is a fatal but rare error <laughs> 
rare, rare, rare being the key word, rare. I've never seen this error message in my life. But anyways, long story short, I was triggered, of course, but I couldn't have happened with the more better person sitting in front of me. Um, the person who's been helping me work through my past traumas, my triggers, my emotions, all these things. So it was really funny to, we'll talk about it, but it was really, we'll talk because we are going to record the podcast again, but we'll talk about it um, a little bit. It'll probably be more funny when we're chatting about it together but definitely um I was kind of proud of myself in hindsight because yes I was embarrassed I did feel the level of like shame of like oh my gosh I can't believe this happened I'm so embarrassed but I think had it happened you know three four years ago I probably would have like bawled my eyes out and been like like shut myself in my room for like a day because I would have been like oh my god I can't believe I did that and it would have just weighed on me super heavy but it was a real testament to the amount of work I've done to see like how it still triggered me, but yet I was able to kind of work with the trigger and align with it and just kind of neutralize it rather quickly. But still, I'm talking about it now and it's funny and I'm laughing and I'm sure we're going to laugh about it too when we record the next episode of the podcast. But I just had to share that all with you because, you know, it was so funny too because, well, we'll, I'll talk about it on the podcast. You guys will hear us when we talk about it. But anyway... Yeah, so Mercury retrograde. Save your shit. Back up your computers. Whatever you got to do during these periods, just do it. Double check that things are recording. Like, just all the things. Like, make sure that that's actually happening. Um, because, yeah, it, it it was just, it was it was too funny. It was too funny. So that's what I get for telling Mercury grade, retrograde to go F itself. But anyways, so that happened. Um, but some other things that are happening that are really cool with this creative influx that's been coming in. Um, I've really taken a step in crystallizing my my physical offerings, my practice, my Reiki practice. I took the step and started getting into the process of becoming a published um, creator for the Insight Timer, which is really cool. It's a great platform. So if you guys are looking for guided meditations, Insight Timer is one of the best meditation apps out there. It's free. You can also, there's levels you can subscribe. If you want to pay like a month, a yearly subscription to them to get these kind of added features, but access to all the meditations, just there's like 20,000 meditations. So I mean, it's not, it's, it's just a huge platform for you to kind of search through and find exactly what you need. Um, music, talks, meditations, you name it. So I'm going to be putting content there soon too. I've got two meditations up right now. I've got a loving kindness meditation and I've also got one, um, the light within meditation or the the power meditation it's listed under. Um, that's a great one for definitely developing your intuitive abilities as far as um, learning how to tap into your soul and converge with with you know other soul so it's just it's a really kind of beautiful um it's a beautiful practice I can't take credit for it at all it's just my version of it and I put it up there because I noticed that there wasn't one um on the insight timer there's a ton of them on YouTube but there's none on the insight timer so I made I made this particular version for um some really special people and I've just released it now to the public so I hope you guys really enjoy that um so yeah you can definitely find me there um and I will post more and more meditations there that I'm working on some really cool collaborations with Karen Berlay of Beautiful Sounds all these things sort of happened in this period where we kind of came together and we said you know what let's pair together and 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 you know work together to create 
these collaborations. So I'm really excited to release those and put those up on the podcast through her website, through her outlets, and then also on um, the Insight Timer too. So just a really, really cool collaborations are happening. Um, The other thing that really, truly inspired me, and I'll talk a little bit about how I kind of moved into this retrograde was um, really kind of healing my grief, um, even more so taking it to the next level. So I ended up on the 28th of June, it was the 12 year anniversary of my mother's death. So for me, that was the largest loss, the most potent and intense loss I've ever had in my life. Um, I've had a lot of loss, but that death particularly was the hardest, um, being as it was my mother. And 12 years marked um, her passing of 12 years on the 28th of June this year. And it's been a really transformational year for me. As you guys know, I've been doing so much development work as far as not just spiritual development, but personal development um, and mediumistic development, really tapping into that space of, of uh, mediumship within my own spiritual practice and for others. And it's been really, really profound. And I'm so I'm in this I'm in a kind of a heightened state and I'm in a renewed state when I'm going through this every year I go through this sort of period of reflection and re-grieving if you will reopening the wounds almost um and just kind of debriding I guess it would be the best way I could call it it's like debriding the wound and um <clears throat> but every time I do it it's it's more and more healing and this year it was definitely no exception but we definitely um I had a really profound experience um, I went and saw East Forest, and if you guys aren't familiar with East Forest, I do talk. I've talked a little bit about him, but he is a musician who is just absolutely incredible. The music he channels and he creates is just absolutely phenomenal. Um, it's a mix of like organic synth, electronic, classical. It's just I can't even describe it, and it moves me. His music moves me. And I use it in practice. I use it in my own sacred ceremonies and rituals that I do for my own practice. But I also use it with my clients in sessions. And um, it's had some really profound effects on on my sessions and on me and on the people I work with. So I just love him. But he had the opportunity about a year ago to sit down with Ram Das, who is a prominent spiritual teacher who probably I would say one of the greatest living spiritual teachers right now um, in terms of just his pure compassion and his awareness and he's just consciously transcend. I feel like he's truly someone who is as close to an enlightened being walking the earth um, that we can get to right now. And he for anyone who doesn't know who he is, he is in the 60s. He was a Harvard professor and then he became um, a psychiatrist and then he um, went to India and, um, you know, he started, uh, he used psychedelics with Timothy Leary, who was also um, a Harvard professor and, you know, had his first psilocybin experience and had a profound transformational experience and he wanted to know more. So he went to India um, sort of on this seeking quest. He didn't really know what he was looking for. And then he uh, found it. He had a huge spiritual awakening in India um, and came back and literally brought all of this Eastern wisdom and brought it back to the States and really 
um, delivered it and traveled the world kind of just sharing the wisdom, the insight that he had received from his teacher, Neem Karoli Baba, in India. And um, <clears throat> just sharing the wisdom, the teachings. And really, his teachings are all about compassion, love, honoring yourself as a soul and honoring others as a soul and really identifying with yourself, um, not so much as the ego self, but the soul self um, and tapping into that space of becoming the observer and recognizing that you truly are soul, um, consciousness, soul, whatever you want to call it, but operating from that space, operating from the soul space. And his words resonate with me as well on so many levels. So I do feel very connected to him as, as a teacher of mine. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, he is he's in his 80s and he has suffered a, um, a pretty uh, tremendous stroke in the late 90s. So as someone who was traveling for like 30 years because he came back in the 70s and he was traveling and giving talks and lectures and extensively working with the dying and creating um, a lot of nonprofit, uh, doing a lot of nonprofit work here in the States. And he suffered this stroke. And as someone who uses his words to really um, shed, spread his light, uh, it's been a real, he calls it fierce grace, um, a challenge for him to continue to do that because his his speech was very much affected by his stroke and at this point in time um it sounds as though you know he's very when he speaks he speaks very deliberately very concisely um and it does take him a while to get words put words together uh in terms of um communication so for east forest to have had the opportunity to go sit with him a year ago and record his spoken words um was just really profound these teachings that he he got um on audio and then put it together with this music that the, the words basically inspired the music and he's created this offering of um the rom it's like rom rom das to music and it's just absolutely transformative i'm not going to lie to you the music just every time i listen to it it gives me chills um and yeah it just really, really, for me, it speaks to my soul. And I know that if it speaks to my soul, I know that it will speak to other souls as well. Um, and I'm a real passionate person about sharing, um, sharing insight and sharing wisdom from a space of authenticity and sharing it in a way that's accessible to as many people as possible. That's one of the reasons why I try not to put things behind a paywall. Um, because I, I don't feel that, I don't feel that finance, like, I don't feel that there should be, um, a financial barrier to someone, receiving insight, receiving wisdom, and when it comes to your spiritual practice. Uh, I do understand, though, you know, we live in a Western world. We have to eat. Like, so, but, so I find a way to, to give things freely, but then also um, make it sustainable because it, let's, you know, honestly, things are not sustainable without um, investment. So one of the ways that I wanted to honor this beautiful collaboration that is being released in its entirety on August 9th. So he's releasing an album. Um, he's currently been releasing about three songs at a time over the last probably six months. Um, like every couple months he'll release three. And as a compliment to these songs, he offers um, these sort of adjuncts discussion topics and adjunct sort of information and things to utilize when you listen to the music to sort of just form a space for reflection and connection and I really felt compelled after seeing him 
um, live on June 27th this year at Trilogy Sanctuary here in San Diego, I had a really, really profound meditative experience with his music um, in that space. And I felt very called to share this in a way that would reach more people. So um, I decided that, you know, with this new, the last three songs being released um, in August, that I wanted to myself put together my very first circle. uh, And it's going to be a listening gathering. And I'm really excited about this. I've been called to kind of do circle work for a while. I just didn't really know how I wanted to do it, what the right sort of environment would be for it, and really kind of how to put that together. It's been in the back of my mind for probably, I'd say, four or five months now that I've really wanted to do some sort of circle work with people. And I felt that after sitting with East Forest that this was definitely what I needed to do, was was to bring this as the focus point for um, a circle because these teachings mean so much to me and I know that they'll mean, um, these words mean so much to me and I know that perhaps maybe if they resonate with me, they'll resonate with others that maybe aren't familiar with Ram Dass. And if you are familiar with Ram Dass, it's just a beautiful way to sort of honor him and celebrate him in a beautiful, sacred way because we do know that he's he's getting older and I do feel like perhaps maybe we're moving he's he's you know making he's going to be making the transition here in probably the next couple of years so I just felt like what a beautiful way to honor him while he's still physically here on the planet um you know through intention through ceremony through you know sacred circle sacred circle work so so I will be hosting a circle and I'm really excited about this circle because my intention has been to do circle work for a while, like I said, but I just didn't feel like the timing is right. I was trying to find something that was really in alignment with who I was and what I wanted to put out there and how I wanted to work with people. So I feel like I finally found it with this music. So it will be taking place on August 15th, which is a Thursday in the evening from about 6.30 until 9 p.m. at Moonhaven Urban Retreat Space here in San Diego. And I wanted to make this a really accessible event for people. So that's why I chose to do it in a smaller space um, because I also want it to be intimate. My intention for this is for it to be an interactive communal experience, but also very individualized. I really want everyone to be able to feel like you can have your own individual experience with the music. So with that being said, I plan on, you know, creating a sacred ceremonial space where we can really honor um, this music and these offerings and the words and the the teachings and and the things that Ram Dass as a human being has done in his life because he operates from such a space of compassion so I really felt that creating a sacred ceremonial space to listen to this music and to reflect on it and what it comes what comes up for us and to also just be able to be there as a facilitator and hold space for you while you hear these words and resonate with this music and allow it to sort of penetrate you, um, that sounds weird to penetrate you, to really touch you um, physically, emotionally, however, however, you may re- however you may receive it. And just to kind of see how this music hits you and allow it to take you where it may take you. So one of the reasons why I'm keeping it so small is because I do want to have the ability for you, if you do feel called, to get up and move or to to just really kind of express yourself through the music. You don't you're not confined to just sitting on a meditation cushion. You have the ability to either lay down or 
you can stand up or you can you know move if you wanted to do some embodied movement whatever whatever the music makes you feel like you want to do I want you to feel like you have that space to do that in um very safe very sacred very safe you know ceremonial um and then um I along with some other Reiki masters are going to be doing some Reiki as well throughout the practice if you're open to receiving um we'll be we'll be performing Reiki and like I said utilizing aromatherapy throughout the session throughout the journey just to kind of take you even deeper and then of course guided meditation to kind of help bring that out and then that will be followed by um, just a reflective sort of integrative period for you to really reflect on your experience what the music maybe made you feel or um, and explore some of these topics that East Forest has given us to sort of complement the music as far as um, maybe some thoughts or insights that maybe the music made you have or, or that made you feel a certain way. If you feel open to sharing, we'll have that sort of open space. Yeah, so mark your calendars. Um, as far as the investment goes, we're still working on the investment piece. One of the things, um, but I know a portion of the proceeds, whatever um, the proceeds are, will be donated to the Love Serve Remember Foundation, which is Ram Dass's not-for-profit foundation. Um, and basically it's it's a it's a foundation that that he created to just continue to be able to freely spread the word the courses um all the things that ram das kind of just talks about compassion and really just sustainably provide the tools and information for anyone to um to have regardless of of financial um ability to pay so I will but there like I said there still will be an investment cost for just to cover the cost of the cacao and the space and our time um, in terms of like the the energetic work I think we're gonna cap it at about 12 spots just because we want we want this to be um, an intimate experience and we want you to feel safe we want you to feel like you have the ability to move if you need to to express yourself if you need to and sometimes when you're in a group of a large group of people it can be a little overwhelming especially if you're empathic at all because you start to feel everything that everyone's feeling so we wanted to keep it pretty small so definitely if you're interested I'm also going to have some hopefully maybe even some other collaborators come on board to help us with this so I think it's going to be a really beautiful evening and I can't wait to share it with you so if you're in the San Diego area and you'd like to come it's going to be August 15th from 6 30 to about nine o'clock at Moonhaven Retreat Space stay tuned for more information on how to book your spot because that is coming some other things I wanted to talk about as far as offerings go so I've really been functioning in the online space um and I wanted to now tell you guys that Reiki sessions are available online and I know that might sound weird some people are like how do you do Reiki online how does that work so um, one of the beautiful things about Reiki energy is that it can be performed you don't have to be in the same room you don't have to be in the same state um, it's really 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 it's since energy work it's it's based on intention it's based on love and what I was really waiting for before I offered it in the online space was I was waiting for myself to get to a place <clears throat> I wanted to get to a place in my Reiki practice that I felt that I could really move the energy that far and I know now that I can and that, I mean not that I ever doubted it but it's just one of those things that I think as a practitioner before you start offering things you just want to make sure that you know you truly feel in alignment with what you're offering and I'm at that place so 
all I ask is that, you know, basically how a session would work online is we would do a video conference and then um, <clears throat> all you need is a pair of good headphones and, um, you know, your phone on a Spotify or an iTunes, iTunes, um, you know, account, I can send you a playlist. And then because music is such an integral part of my Reiki practice that, um, even on my distance offerings, that's really how we tune in together. That's what I found has really, really solidified and crystallized the online, um, component to the Reiki is when we're both tuned into the same frequency, the same music. So, um, yeah, so basically that's how the online sessions will work. We do about 30 to 40 minute session, um, online discussion, intuitive discussion, kind of figuring out perhaps maybe where we need to work during the Reiki session. And then the other 45 minutes is, um, that journey um, that that I go, we both go in, even though I'm here and you're there, we both go in and I, I, I clear those energetic blockages as best I can and, and work with you um, on a soul level. So I'm really, really excited to offer that and say that I can offer that with confidence and I'm very excited about it. So if you're not in the San Diego area, but you were interested in a, in a distance session with me, please feel free to reach out. Um, we can definitely set that up. And then, um, of course, the the intuitive insight and the mediumship readings are also available as well. Um, I still consider those development readings. One thing that I've had someone ask me, they said, why do you consider yourself a developing medium? When are you going to call yourself a medium? Um, the truth is that I will always be in development. Um, I started working with a new mentor and he said something really profound. He said, the weaknesses in your mediumship are the weaknesses in you as a person. Because you can only understand spirit and what they give you in the way that you understand yourself. And I thought that was really profound. And by that, you know, personal development, spiritual development, mediumship development, all these, de all this development is never done. It's always an ongoing journey. So I'm a developing human and I'm a developing soul. So I will always be a developing medium for that reason. Um, so if people are wondering why I use that term, that's one of the reasons why I use that term because my frame of reference will always be developing. My my skill level will always be developing. My my commun my ability to communicate will always be developing with the other side. So as of right now, that's that's why I still consider myself a developing medium. And I just will always be continuing the path of development, um, probably for the rest of my life with this work. It's been the most rewarding work I've ever done. I have to tell you that if you've sat with me in the last year and a half, I am so grateful for the opportunity and the trust that you instilled in me to allow me to attempt to connect to your loved ones in spirit. I really, 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 truly am so grateful for that. Um, it's not something I enter into lightly. I do not take this work lightly at all. I, I, I carry it with great, with a great deal of sacredness and responsibility. So just know that if you've sat with me, I'm so grateful and thank you. And if you haven't sat with me, but you'd like to sit with me, I'm grateful for you entrusting me already. Um, and when our paths do cross, I look forward to that day. So I thank you. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. Um, from the bottom of my soul and my heart, thank you very, very much. Um, <clears throat> I'm getting to a place in my development where I do know that my level of development from where I was a year ago to where I am now is exponentially grown. So I know that that will probably start to be reflected here um, 
pretty soon in terms of the investment piece as far as um, those those particular type of sessions and offerings so if you're interested in booking that that also can be done virtually or online or in person and that's pretty much I think that's pretty much it for my offerings <laughs> um, you know as far as the malas and, and things of that nature go um, check the Etsy store because it's completely updated with everything that I currently have and I'm getting back into the swing of things I'm gonna start creating again I'm not in a place where I can start taking custom orders but I'm definitely going to be creating as I feel called and as I have the time um, as of right now I'm pretty busy with the other offerings um, but with that being said, I am finding the time to finally be able to get back into creating physical jewelry. I'm very, very excited about that. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, a lot is happening and a lot of creative energy flowing. So I'm very, very excited to share it all with you. And thank you guys so much for following my journey and just being there. And yeah, it means a lot to me. So thank you. <laughs> um, the other thing that I did want to say about the um <clears throat> about uh pardon me Ooh, what's happening here um you know so i i definitely w you just keep an eye out for that the malas and things of that nature should be um will be updated pretty soon yeah so hopefully a lot more to come um we'll see how these things pan out for the next couple months or so oh um, so if you are interested in booking a session with me, please feel free to reach out. I can put you down on my waiting list and then I can reach out to you as soon as I have um, that availability. All right, everyone. Well, I just wanted to say thank you guys so much for always listening, always being supportive. And I hope that this retrograde period hasn't been too challenging. Um, but if it is, just remember everything is a lesson. <laughs> if that makes it any better, it doesn't. But um, yeah you know, sit with it, reflect with it, be with it, allow yourself to be in it, and even the ugly parts, so, all right, I guess that's pretty much it from my end, so stay mindful, and I will talk to you guys all in the, the uh, in the future, <laughs> on the, uh, I was like, in, on the, uh, in the, in the future, I will talk to you guys very, very soon, stay tuned, another episode of the podcast is coming, we just have to re-record it, so, you know how that goes, we'll give it up for Mercury Retrograde. All right, everyone. Hope everyone has a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful evening. And I will talk to you all very, very soon.